Hi, this is Madeleine. Today we're starting our journey learning the secrets of a happy love relationship. There are so many things I want to teach you, but I thought that our first session will be about sex. Not because sex is the most important um, part or, or more important than the other things I want to teach you, but because it's the most fun. And um, I want us to start talking about the things that can hinder you in growing sexually with your partner. And the most important thing I want to talk to you about today is your attitude towards sex. You know that most of us were contaminated in our minds, even from a young age, in the way that we were taught about sex. Luckily, you can reprogram your mind. You can relearn. And that is how you grow sexually. I'm thinking of the fact that our parents did not tell us about sex before we went to school. Even that is an issue. No, the old people would never tell a child so young about sex because um, they would think now the child knows there's something like sex and they want to do it. But that's not really true because all children anyway know about sex. They are born with it inside of their bodies. They just don't know how to feel about it and what to do about it. And it is actually reckless to send them into the world that is such a sexual place knowing nothing. And because the parents said nothing to the child, I'm telling you now, somebody at school will tell the child about the sex. They might whisper an ugly story in their ear about it. And you know where the child put that information? In their brain, in the ugly department, and it stays there. It's filed the wrong place. If the parent maybe later on want to say something about sex, much too late, by the way, the child doesn't want to hear it. I cannot believe that the parent want to talk to them about something as ugly as that. Oh, they, yeah, they already um, filed it wrong. The parents anyway don't say beautiful things about it. Parents say things like, keep your zip up. Don't be a naughty girl or boy. Um, don't come home with a baby. Most often it's negative sex education. Oh, the schools are even worse. Now in the high school these days, they show the kids pictures of sexually transmitted diseases that will make you cry, just to put them off. Even in schools, the sex education is negative. The churches are just as guilty, I want to say. For many years in the church, there was a terrible misperception about masturbation, for example. A basic thing like masturbation that, that little kids of three years old sometimes can figure out. They something in Genesis 38, early in the Bible, was misunderstood. It is a piece that has nothing to do with masturbation, but pastors misunderstood it and thought it had to do with masturbation. And for many years, masturbation was seen as a sin. Kids who were caught masturbating got a big hiding. Can you think the problems those poor kids have today? And people had guilt feelings about masturbation. Some of them didn't even know about that there's something like masturbation. And this also had a very negative influence on the way that people grew up sexually and learned about sex. People's negative conceptions about sex sometimes has to do with an idea they have in their mind about it. But because they don't talk to other people about sex, they never have time to change that idea. Or as I said, 
to re what's the word I wanted to use um, reprogram their mind. I saw a woman in therapy. Her wrong idea about sex was that sex is for certain types of people, not necessarily for her. I asked her, what kinds of people do you think are good in bed? She said, maybe the Hollywood stars. Really? They also work hard. They also are often not at home. They have a lot of issues of their own. Why would they be better than anybody else? No, my experience showed me anybody can be good in bed. Frankly, I sometimes see old people in their 70s who are fantastic in bed. You must never think the old people just sit and knit the whole day where they are busy. They have a lot. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of experience and they have a lot of time. So never tell me there's only one a type of person who can enjoy sex. This woman came to see me. She told me that her husband forced her to come to me for sex therapy. But she said, please, Madeleine, just give my husband a pill that he also doesn't like sex. Then all our troubles are over. I was wondering where I'm going to find a pill like that. Why? I asked her, why must the poor man get a pill? Why can't you be the one who are prepared to grow sexually? She told me something that she really believed, that she thinks she inherited a gene because all the women in her family hates sex. She asked her granny. She never liked it. Her mother hates sex. Her two sisters doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. It must be in the blood, she said. There's no gene like that. I told her. I think the women in her family were wrongly programmed about sex from one generation to another. And they can reprogram. I wanted to prove my point. I phoned the granny, the oldest one in that generation I could get hold of, 88 years old. I asked her, what kind of sex education did you have in your life? She said, my child, nothing. Remember those years there were no television? The word sex was not even mentioned at school. There wasn't books about sex. Her mother and father said nothing. She knew nothing about sex until the day before she got married at the age of 20. Then her mother spoke to her about it. You know what the mom said to her? She said, my daughter, sex is a terrible thing. But men, unfortunately, like it very much. So she said, just lie there, close your eyes, and thank God, it will be over quickly. You know what? That's what she believed her whole life. That's what she did her whole life. She just lay there and never had one single orgasm. Thank you for nothing after all that trouble. And you know what's the saddest part of this? There are millions of women right over the world who handle sex that way. Because somehow that was the message they got. It made me crazy. I couldn't leave it there. I know what we think is our reality. You know when they thought that the earth was flat? It was flat. It doesn't matter that it's round. They never saw the satellite photos and that was their truth. If this is somebody's truth about sex, they might die with that truth, not knowing that they're wrong. I, I phoned those women. They live in the rural areas. I told them to come to my the city I live in for one weekend. I'm going to tell them the truth about sex. You know, the good Lord says the truth will set you free. Hmm. The truth about sex also. They all came out except the granny. She didn't want to. I'm still upset with her. But the rest of the, them, they all like sex today. 
it all changed. And I wasn't even grand, I just told him the truth. You know, I had to send some vitamin pills for their men when they got home. They had a bit of homework to catch up on after all that time. Anyway, make sure that you don't have a few crazy ideas about sex in your mind. That is not true. Some people's negative attitude towards sex has to do with their bodies. You know, we don't even always like the tools that we must use during sex. We teach little ones that hands can be beautiful, eyes can be beautiful, ears can be beautiful, feet even can be beautiful. Oh, but penises and vaginas, near they ugly. No, we say sis for it. No? Have you ever heard somebody say sis for ears or noses? But for penises and vaginas, we say sis. Many years ago, I got a demonstration model of a penis from, pay, uh, from an, uh, a rep. Beautiful thing with the little balls and everything on it. You know, when I give my groups at a clinic in Bloemfontein, I sometimes um, take out this demonstration model of mine of the penis. Often women have such a fright, they run to their rooms. I'm telling you, big fright. I never get them back again. And it's just a piece of plastic. I sometimes send the um, demonstration model around so that people must touch it. Some will not touch it. And many times before it reaches the third person, somebody will, somebody will shout, Oh, Madeleine, it's an ugly thing. I never ever get somebody who takes it in their hands and say, Oh, Madeleine, it's beautiful. Why? Because we were taught that it's ugly. Yes, it's private. But why does, why does it have to be ugly? Because in our minds, we made it ugly. You know, I have a friend. He always says to me, Madeleine, the penis is just like Mother Teresa. Ugly. Ach, shame, but does such wonderful work. Shame. No disrespect towards Mother Teresa. <laughs> just a joke. Anyway, um, can you think if your attitude towards sex um, is negative, just because of the way that you were taught or not taught, what do you think something like rape can do to your attitude towards sex? Or if you were molested as a child, oh, it can have a devastating effect on somebody's sex life. And um, I always tell people who had that terrible experience that they'll have to work harder than the people around them to develop a positive attitude towards sex. I once saw a woman who was raped and she told me something profound. I was actually a little bit shocked by it, but later on, it made so much sense. She said to me that um, she worked through her experience by realizing that what happened to her wasn't sex. Sex is supposed to make us happy, to make us feel good about ourselves and beautiful and powerful, not the way it made her feel. She said to me, Madeleine, if somebody hits you on your head with a garden rake, is it gardening? I said no. Well, she said that's the same. What happened to her was somebody using her sexuality against her without her permission. And obviously that's not sex. It made sense to me. But changing your attitude towards sex is not always easy. I changed my attitude towards sex because I couldn't te teach people to have positive attitude towards sex if I wasn't at the right place. But I didn't get it right by the, the, what I was taught at university or the books that I read. 
or the courses that I attended. No, what helped me was the people that I met in therapy. You know, we as psychologists, we're lucky. People tell us their secrets, they tell us their stories, and we learn from them much more than what they learn from us. Let me tell you about two people I love telling about that taught me something about sex I really didn't know. Oh, I have hundreds of stories, but these are the two I enjoy telling most. The one was a woman that I met 18 years ago. I still know her today. She's older than me, though. When I met her 18 years ago, she was already 47 years old. She came to my office saying that I must evaluate her because there was something missing in her life. I evaluated her and she looked fine until I asked her about sex. Then I realized that the poor woman was nothing. You know, at the age of 47, she was a virgin. She never had any sexual experience. She did not even masturbate because she thought it was a sin. I listened to her story. Her daddy died when she was a baby. She was the only child and the mother never remarried. So she grew up with her mother in a sexless house. And because it was just her and her mom, they slept in one double bed until she was 40, which is a bit weird, no? She did think one day a man will come and fall in love with her, and then suddenly she will become the sexual being. You know what I realized later on? That no man ever saw her because she had no sexual identity. She, she was not a man. She wasn't a woman. She wasn't gay. She was just nothing. She, she was like a nice chair standing there, frankly. I realized I had to teach her about sex because her mother was not going to teach her. I started by helping her to develop a positive attitude towards sex, seeing sex as a beautiful thing that she wanted in her life. I helped her to start loving herself and accepting herself as a sensual being. I helped her to better her knowledge about sex because she was very uneducated about it. Oh, and then it was time to start practicing. But where do you these days get a good man to practice on? She wasn't a woman who went around with men anyway. So I made a plan. I went to the sex shop. I bought her the sweetest little vibrator that looks just like a penis. Gave it to her as a present. I told her. She must go home and go practice on her own. Three weeks later, I saw this woman again. You know, I'll never forget this, even though it's so many years ago. The first time I saw her again, I saw a new person. She changed. And she changed a lot. I hardly recognized her. I asked her, what's going on with you? You look fantastic. You look like a million dollars. What is it? She said, Madeleine, I do not know what's going on with me, but you're not the only person seeing this. She said, at my job, people are asking me whether I'm in love. What must I say? I said, oh no, shut up. We cannot tell them these things. It's private. I mean, there wasn't a man I could give the honor to. You know what it was? She was like sleeping beauty. And she woke up sexually. And it changed her. her. It changed her whole identity. She was half a woman until she woke up sexually, I realized. You know what this woman taught me about sex? Sex is not just something we do. It's something we are. Sex is about your identity. That is what she taught me. Because sex changed her life. You know that two years after I met this woman... She got married. I gave her rings at her wedding. I think she would never have married if she didn't wake up sexually. Because sex made her become a woman.
The sad part of the story is, you know, she was 49 years when she got married. The guy she married was 10 years older. They were married for 10 years and he had a heart attack and died. Can you believe our bad luck? Shame now she's back on the batteries again. Tomorrow. The thing is, um, now I even tease her. I tell her, you used the poor man up. You know what she always answers me? She said, well, he didn't complain. <laughs> and believe you me, he didn't. <laughs> okay, the other guy that taught me about sex is an old man that I met on his deathbed. Shame the poor thing. Um, he came to my office. He wasn't that old. He was 72 years old, but he had terminal cancer. So he also said to me, you know, Madeleine, I'm on my way to heaven now. I must think of beautiful things, but I'm sorry, all I can think about is sex. I was a bit surprised. I said, why? What's wrong? He said, you know, Madeleine, when you die, I believe you will still have a soul, but I'm not so sure you'll still have a body. And then you might not have a penis anymore, and then what, what then? I wanted to comfort him. I said to him, yes, but didn't you have a good sex life while you were on earth? Yes, he said, I had a lovely sex life. He's ashamed to complain. He and his wife had three sons, and they had lovely sex the whole life through. They were still having sex, just a little bit less, because, you know, the chemotherapy hurt him a bit, but not too much. But there was one thing. His wife never in her life wanted to have oral sex with him. It was a bit much for her. He said, Madeleine, I cannot die never knowing how it feels to have a blowjob. I... I felt so sorry for him. I decided I'm going to phone his wife. Lovely old lady of 70. I told her, my sister, you must come to my office. You and I have a lot of work to do and we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> she came to my office. We spoke about these things. We looked at photos of it. We planned the whole thing from head to toe. Ugh, we have another little plastic demonstration model in my office. We practiced until she knew exactly what to do. I send her home. What I'll never forget is that that same evening he was phoning me. Shame. He didn't want to wait till the next day. I think he wanted to brag. He said to me on the phone, Madeleine, if I die in the next few weeks, I'm telling you one thing, it won't be the cancer that killed me. <laughs> you see, this old man, he taught me sex is precious. The simple sexual thing, it was precious to him and he didn't want to miss out. We're so busy in life, surviving, doing the things that we have to do, that we sometimes forget about the fun things in life, the th things that give us the strength to deal with the difficult stuff. This is how the old man taught me. He said to me, you know, Madeleine, one day when you lie on your deathbed, like him, and you have time to think, he said, you know what? You don't think of everything you've done in your life. Ach, you don't even think of everything you've done wrong. You think of what you have not done. That's how I got to the thing that he didn't do. Another thing that he didn't do, that he wanted to do, he wanted to travel. You know, some people, they have a thing. They want to see places. I think he was an old romantic, because he wanted to see places in Europe, like Paris, Rome, Venice. Ach, shame, but he didn't have the money for it. You know, I had the three sons. I can't remember what was wrong with the, one of them, but he could never work, and he had to look after that that son also. So, But he had a plan. He played the lotto. Now, those years, you could play the lotto only on Saturdays. 
Every Saturday, I went to the shop, he bought one lotto ticket, and he said to himself, if I win this lotto, I'm going to go overseas. <sighs> you know, the poor thing, never even won one ten rand on that stupid lotto. Nothing. Never went overseas. Shame. But, in the end of his life, he told me he accepted that. Who of us have everything? But then he said a beautiful thing to me. He said, but, but Madeleine, do you realize that sex is like the lotto ticket that you already won? You must just cash it. <laughs> Isn't that true? Must we now go stand in the queue to win? Ugh, we won at birth. We might as well cash it. Now that is a beautiful attitude towards sex. Look at your own attitude towards sex. If you are positive about sex, I'm telling you one thing. You have a good chance to grow sexually and to have a good sex life. And if, if you are positive about sex, you can help your partner. Help your partner to become more positive about it and see the beauty of it. And then there's so many new things you can learn. We'll talk about them next time.